Hello, welcome to the Thursday, November 8, 2018 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. If you're using Oracle's VirtualBox, be aware there is a new Saturday exploit available that will allow a guest to break out and execute code on the host. The problem here is the virtual Intel E1000 network card that's being emulated in VirtualBox. If it's configured in NAT mode, which is quite common, then you will be subject to an integer overflow that can then be leveraged for a buffer overflow. A blog post with details about this vulnerability, proof of concept code, and also a video demo of the exploit has been made available by a Russian researcher. In order to exploit this vulnerability, the attacker has to first replace the network card driver in the guest. Now, the attacker does need root access inside a guest to accomplish that. But again, remember, we're talking about a virtual machine escape, and it's very typical that you're using virtual machines in order to keep users apart from each other, even if they have root access to their individual virtual machines. Now, with a successful exploit, the attacker then gains user access to the host, not necessarily root access. Another privilege escalation exploit would be required to accomplish that. As far as countermeasures go, there is no patch available yet. Oracle was not notified ahead of the release of this blog post and exploit. However, you could switch to a different network card or you could not use NAT mode. The first is probably easier than the later, but it may require that you're loading the right drivers and such in your virtual machines. So not necessarily easy to just switch over. And while the exploit was only demonstrated on Ubuntu Linux running within the guest, this is a vulnerability in VirtualBox, not in Ubuntu. So even if you run another operating system like Windows, you may still be vulnerable. And then we got an interesting arbitrary code execution vulnerability in WordPress and WooCommerce. WooCommerce is a plugin for WordPress and the initial vulnerability actually, well, while bad, didn't look that terribly severe in that it was an arbitrary file deletion vulnerability. WooCommerce allows you to delete log files, but there was a directory traversal vulnerability that allowed you to delete files in in arbitrary directories as long as the web server had write access to these files. Now with WordPress, of course, a lot of these plugins and such are installed through WordPress by the web server. So the web server usually has write access to them. The problem here does get a little bit worse in that an attacker can now delete a WooCommerce file disabling this particular plugin. Once the plugin is disabled, then the roles and the access control that sort of is part of the plugin no longer works correctly. And this is then where sort of the final problem happens in that WooCommerce can then be used to execute arbitrary commands on the server. 
So exploitation is rather easy. Uh, update has been released for WooCommerce. Please, please apply it really quickly because WordPress is probably by far the top target that we see being attacked in our Honeybots. So plenty of script kiddies out there probably scanning for this vulnerability right now. Now recently there have been a number of news articles reminding users that you shouldn't always trust search engines results. There was for example I think last or two weeks ago an article where if you're using Microsoft Edge to download browsers like for example Google Chrome that you may actually download malware. The problem here is that these browsers are using Bing as their default search engines and apparently Bing hasn't quite implemented all these safeguards that other search engines like Google have implemented over the years in order to prevent some of these fake advertisements. We have seen them certainly in Google and other search engines, but lately Bing appears to be most vulnerable to this exploit. The way this usually happens is that an attacker buys ads with the search engine for specific keywords. That pretty much guarantees them that their product will show up ahead of any legitimate search results. And as a result, they can use these links then to push malware. In some cases, advertisers can even display an altered URL in a search result. So it looks like you're clicking on a legitimate search result on a legitimate URL, but you're actually then being redirected by the search engine to the malicious web page. So as a reminder, be careful when you're using search engines and always double check that the site you end up at is actually the legitimate site for this particular product. Also try to avoid downloading software from any third party download sites. They have been known in the past to sort of add additional goodies to free software. Well, and the zit for today, I got a real great response to the sticker request. So for now, well, I'm still have stickers, but I'm out of envelopes. So if you see me at any events, uh, ask me for a sticker. I will actually be speaking at B-Sides Jacksonville on Saturday. The talk will be around noon and it will be about DNS. So if you happen to be in Jacksonville, besidesjax.org. Uh, you can find out more about this conference there. And is it for today. Thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.